This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of September 23rd, 2018. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. I'm Vince. I'm Jake. And I'm Bryant. This week, we recap our conversation from last week's show with Oliver Luck and size up the competition with some AAF news. This is episode 34, All Aboard the XFL Express. Guys, last week, we spoke with the commissioner of the XFL. I'm still reeling. What an awesome, awesome time that was. I could have gone on forever. Today, we get to unpack it all and recap it all and we have bryant here who was not in on the conversation but listened to the interview i believe what 49 times uh yeah it was actually 49 it's greek s uh alan there uh it, it was a lot of detail a lot of things to go over if you haven't checked it out go back take a listen hit pause go listen then come back we're going to talk about it here yeah for sure that's last week's episode episode 33 about a half hour conversation with Commissioner Oliver Luck, who is uh, doing some more rounds, was on some more podcasts this week, and revealed a little bit more. He's he's going inch by inch, but I think we got the most out of him last week, Vince. Yeah, uh, he dropped some big news uh, right here on This Is The XFL Show, and uh, it was great to get uh, some precious time of his. And I'm a little surprised he let it go as much as he did. Yeah, that was a, a pretty lengthy interview, and we, I think, asked more questions than anybody has, Jake, and that was a credit to you for keeping us in order and, and giving us a good setup there. And I think, most interestingly, we found out last week uh, that it indeed will be 11 on 11 on a 100-yard field. Uh, yeah, it seems like that's a pretty safe bet. We do have a full house today, so you know we're, we're going to try to – uh, keep this as concise as we can for you. We got a lot of XFL recapping to do, but uh, I mean, uh, other big news in another league today that you're going to discuss. Absolutely. And that's where we're going to start this week, everybody. Remember, you could follow us throughout the week at XFL Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, we primed everybody for this week's show earlier on Twitter this week, uh, telling you we will. Recap this Oliver Luck conversation we had and go over everything he talked about in detail. But big news in the AAF, and that is what's going to kick off this week's cover, too. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. What were you saying there, Brian? No kickoffs in the AAF. Come on. Oh, you're right. (laughs) There is no kickoffs in the AAF. Uh, But there are team names for four teams. We have the Eastern teams in the Alliance of American Football now have team names, and the AAF did something interesting. Did you like how they did this, uh, Brian? I know you're a big social media buff. They they revealed little little pieces of the images of the team logos throughout the week before they revealed the team names uh, in the middle of the week. Did they cascade those into like a montage of one big, like so if you go to their profile page, you'll see the big logo? put together into one piece i've seen that happen before is that kind of what they did because uh i mean it's 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 if anything you know you, what, what did uh, what did charlie Eberstall say you, you know if you have some good news you don't all let it all out at once so trickling little pieces i guess that's great good for them they did they trickle they trickled it in there a little a little trickle and uh now we have the team <laughs> names and we have we have youtube videos also uh kind of introducing the teams and their their characteristics, I guess. We'll start with the Memphis team. They will be known as the Memphis Express. And check out this video. We're going to provide the video links to their cool YouTube uh, introductions for each team, everyone. But uh, we're going to watch it right now, and we'll instantly react, because I think I'm the only one who's seen these so far. So here you go. Here's the Memphis Express introduction. To say Memphis is fast is to miss that Memphis is strong. To say Memphis is strong is to miss that Memphis never settles. 
Memphis embodies America, built on values, teamwork, precision, and execution. Only one name captures what this city is all about, the Memphis Express. Thoughts? I wouldn't say that Express embodies Memphis, but this is by far the best name uh, out of all these teams. And I don't know. I don't even know if the XFL will come up with as good a name. You know what? Memphis Memphis had the best name in the XFL in 2001. I thought the Maniacs was a great, uh, what do you call those? uh, alliteration Memphis Maniacs. Was that Maniacs with an X? I I think it was. It was. It was. It was the and and it was a big AX on their team helmets, uh, but this is taken from an old USFL team, guys, because the LA Express were a team back in the United States Football League, but Memphis, of course, is home to FedEx. So I guess that's what embodies it, uh, Vince. I guess that's probably yeah. the main reason they went with that. I don't know. well, I suppose. I but you know, it's such a great name. You know, you got to give Memphis credit for jumping on it before anybody else. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, with, I'm with Vince here. You know, I, it's difficult to get me excited about logistics <laughs> and transportation. But, you know, <laughs> any, any team in the history that's been, you know, had the word "express" in their, you know, in their in their team name has always been really good. And I, I think this is, you know, uh, like everybody else is saying, this is definitely the best uh, before and after. Would would you take Express if it wasn't spelled with an E and just an X in front? In today's day and age of social media and trying to type things really fast, it may have been smart to do that. Uh, but <laughs> but I, I like it spelled out properly because I still use pencil and paper. Uh, Express the Memphis Express. I'm I'm all for it. I agree. It's the best name. Uh, they will also feature players on this team. Uh, if you're a fan of the LSU Tigers, one of the more prominent college football programs, lots of LSU Tigers on the Memphis Express, including quarterback Zach Mettenberger, who spent some time in the NFL, running back Kenny Hilliard, and defenders Frank Heron and Donnie Alexander, who actually has some features written up about him on the AAF's website. The Memphis Express, uh, I don't know if they'll live up to the LA Express or the Rock and Roll Express, Jake, but... Uh, if you got that, you said it, if you got that nickname, you're probably going to be pretty good. My early pick to win this, win the entire thing. Yeah, and they're going with a red, white, and blue color scheme. You know, again, stressing that alliance of American football. We've seen not all the teams are doing that, but uh, you know, the Express is. They do have a red, white, and blue logo. And what are your thoughts on the logo? It's got a little plane flying through an E there. I the logo could be anything. They're the Memphis Express, and I, I like that. <laughs> I, I, I'd be. Oh, go ahead, Vince. And it's interesting that they have a lot of LSU players. Uh, um, you know, certainly trying to stick with that region, but isn't isn't Oxford the the closest big school to uh, to Memphis? <laughs> so you would think it's, that they, they get a lot of closer. Ole Miss players at some point. Well, I mean, they're, they probably will, but they're going to probably get some LSU Tigers as well. The Birmingham team is getting a lot of Auburn and Alabama players. Yeah, and the Birmingham, the Birmingham team will be called the Birmingham Iron. Here's the video the AAF released introducing the Birmingham Iron. Iron. The foundation of America's strength. Born of incredible heat, hard work and dedication. An alchemy of three elements, strength, endurance, and unwavering power, forged in one place, Birmingham, Alabama. Welcome the Birmingham Iron. Okay, that is the best logo for sure. Love oh, the yeah. Birmingham Iron logo. Just a big old B on an iron football. Um, Birmingham Iron. Uh, fake Steelers, or is that a cool name, Vince? Uh, it's the name. I just, it sounds like, you know, like an Arena League team name, unfortunately. Um, you know, I thought the video was excellent, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the team name, it's just not doing it good, for me. Not, good not blues good. guitar. 
Vince, I wanted to ask you about the video. If it was narrated by the guy with the mustache from the ranch, would you think it better? <laughs> well, I, 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 I mean, it certainly would have been better, but, uh, you know, oh. it, 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 was, <laughs> it, it was such a great video. I mean, you know, you know, if they didn't say Birmingham, Alabama, you could have slapped Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on that and, you know, shown it at a Steeler game and it would have got everybody hyped up. There was could a water said, tower in the video, so I, I definitely Could have said that. young... Youngstown, Ohio, too. I think some of the other <laughs> steel towns might be taking exception to that video. Uh, Bryant, what do you think of the Birmingham Iron reveal there? What do you think of the name? Uh, I mean, it's a good name. I think I like the logo. You're right. It looks like a, just a chewed up, you know, piece of iron. Um, shows grit. Shows. Uh, shows. It's probably my favorite, honestly, just because it's it's to the point. And it's strong. It, it, You're fierce. It, and it looks, you know, legit. The other was kind of look a little. I don't know. Mickey? arena football-y the logos if you so, will so I, I would say the other logos look like when you're playing madden and they you know you create your own team those are the options yeah. they give you the the, <laughs> the birmingham iron one actually looks like a legit logo logo yeah like a logo that an nfl team might have yeah well it's very similar to the packer logo if i'm not mistaken yeah kind of but with a b the birmingham iron will have trent richardson on the team former running back, Alabama, and the man who made one of the most famous plays of all time, Chris Davis, who had that kick six for Auburn against Alabama, Vince. Yeah, yeah, one of the most famous plays in the history of, you know, not just the Iron Bowl and the SEC, but all of college football. And, and, you know, it's, you know, on one hand, it's a great strategy, you know, a lot of good ball players. Uh, coming out of those two schools, a lot of legends, but can they coexist on the same team? You know, I I don't know. Uh, a lot of bad blood there between Auburn and Alabama players. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're. It's just not going to work out. Wait, what do you Terrible think? team. They're acting like no Auburn and Alabama players are playing together in the NFL. <laughs> they probably don't like playing together. They make up all the NFL rosters. Well, 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 you got to. Well, in the NFL, you're you're playing for money. Here, you're just you're playing for the love of the game. Uh, yeah, you're paying. You're making, like, hey, you're making two hundred fifty thousand dollars if you're playing in the AAF. Two hundred fifty k over three years. Over three years, Vince. This sounds like you know a stereotypical high school movie where you know two schools have to form into one because there's <laughs> not enough tax dollars and they have to coexist together. <laughs> I think that's pretty accurate. I, I mean, this could be like a Remember the Titans type. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we want to take it that drastic. Just without the, uh, the, uh, the segregation piece of the whole 70s part of it all. Yeah. I mean, the main piece of Remember the Titans. Gotcha. Yeah. I, think, I, I don't mind it. I think the division back then is a little bit stronger even for the Iron Bull there, uh, Vince. But Birmingham Iron, great name for a team, especially there in Alabama. And they should have a rabid fan base. Let's go to the Orlando team. They will be called the Orlando, oh my goodness, Apollos. God of the sun, conqueror of the moon. One name has struck fear in its opponents' hearts for thousands of years. In a city like this, We are all gods of the sun. In a city like this, we are all Apollos. Yeah. Um, This is really the wild card. You know, the funny thing is, is the two men men that conquered uh, the moon, one of them was from Ohio, the other one was from New Jersey. So I'm not sure I really feel this Orlando. I think they left from Florida, right? I mean... But, uh, I mean, I've left from Florida. I wouldn't call myself, like, from there. Well, I, I wouldn't either. But uh, w- w- something I do like, I like, you know, you got those, I believe, what's it called, complementary colors of blue and orange. I, I like the color sc- scheme. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's an odd choice. I, I do not think it's the worst out of all of them that we're going to. They're, they're swinging for the fences with that one. They said, think- screw it. Let's go for it. Let's be different. That is the one that's very different. Yeah. And your coach definitely always tells you to swing for the fence, right? So that's what you should be doing. Not in football. That's a different sport. But although, I don't know, Steve Spurrier might use that that, that uh, <laughs> metaphor. He's he's crazy, the old ball coach. It, the Orlando it, Apollos. 
Yeah. Um, I wish it was Apollo Creed as the logo instead, Vince. <laughs> that would be interesting. But, you know, if you're thinking about hot, hot sun, you know, you'd think you'd, it'd be like Arizona or, you know, you know, the Valley of the Sun and, and you know, getting that name. So I'm guessing Ari- there's not going to be a team in Arizona. I think that's what they just told us. Um, it, but they've announced a team that there's going to be oh. one in Arizona. Oh, what a mistake. <laughs> People are going to be confused. <laughs> You think the Arizona and Apollos would have been better? Yeah, absolutely. Alliteration, at least. Yeah, I, I mean, what about the color scheme? You know, this is this gonna, you know, is this Florida Gators almost basically? Are they looking for some recognition? Like uh, the blue isn't quite there. It's, yeah, it's, um, it's a different shade of blue. I'll give you that. It, it uh, looks more. It looks more. It looks more Phoenix Suns to me, Jake. That's a good point. <laughs> Phoenix Mercury, maybe too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, See, uh, Arizona Phoenix—they're embracing the sun. Good things about this, though. It's a good thing that fans could chant in Orlando, "Apollos, Apollos." That that rolls off the tongue nicely. And also for their hometown announcer, or maybe the big voice on the PA can say, "It's showtime for the Apollos," and that will be I, really good. I, I think I would have respected it more if it was just Apollo. No S. Yeah. The Orlando Apollo. I think that would have been great. Uh, see, see, I disagree with that. I, okay. I think you need, and actually the first two ones that I saw were the Iron and the Express. And yes, given that the Express does end in an S, <laughs> you, you know, it, it's not one of those. How did I know Jake would be a stickler for having a plural for your team name? You're uh, not I, a team unless you got an S at the end. <laughs> I, I really do feel that way in, in a lot of cases, you know, that's, although that's not the trend right now, you know, people are going with thunder, storm, <laughs> lightning, uh, you know, things like that. Jake has forever hated the Utah jazz. He's got uh, a very well, deep that's hatred. A, that's another story for another show, but uh, I, I am interested in hearing touchdown Apollos. Yeah. By touchdown. whoever the, Whoever the radio broadcaster is, uh, surely their mascot's going to be have to be like a man in a loincloth, right? And bright <laughs> leaves in his hair. It's going to be a guy running around with a bow and arrow. It's going to be pretty. They they could do a lot with that with that mascot in terms you know, of hell, marketing. Hell of a town. Well, actually, well, yeah. At this time of the year, still he will. What What are the odds Steve Spurrier roams the sidelines with a bow and arrow strapped to him? <laughs> I think his days <laughs> of doing something like that are over, but uh, he'll, but he'll still call a good game. All right, let's talk about this last team here. It is the Atlanta franchise in the AAF. They will be known as the Atlanta Legends. Welcome to Atlanta, a city where players come and go, but legends live forever. Don't show up in the ATL if you're willing to settle for good. This is the city of gold shoes, gold medals, and hammered Hank. A city of a king with a dream. Welcome to Atlanta. A city where legends are made. Legends. They're re- setting the bar very high. Whenever you you know name your team the, the legends, that's there, like. We're, we're, I mean, look, we're I'm not trying to downplay. Away. We're one step away from a team calling themselves the champions. That's that's a little bombastic. <laughs> that, that's like naming your team the Poughkeepsie Perfects. You know, you're, you're asking a lot. <laughs> Isn't like naming your kid Brett Favre when he comes out of the womb, just something like that? Ridiculous. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to trying to downplay like Atlanta sports because they've done a lot. But what are the legends that have come out of Atlanta other than like Hank Aaron? Being Chipper Jones, Doctor King, uh, Michael Vick, Billionaire Ted. <laughs> I mean, even Billionaire Ted failed towards the end. I mean, does uh, it really? Michael P.S. Hayes. That's up for debate, uh, but oh, um, it, it does almost look like that. You know, judging from this logo, that like Steve Harvey should be the general manager of this team. <laughs> like, it, like if there was a New York team, could you see that being called the Legends? I mean, that's 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 more or an LA team called the Legends. I think the city maybe doesn't fit the name as much as they want it to. Yeah, do you they think were kind like, of forcing that? Do you think yeah. they should have used just like the Chick Fil A logo and you know a big pe- <laughs> and a big peach? Well, not to mention, it looks like this logo is the one they tried the least on. It's it's a, a crown. It's, it's a crown with a football as an emerald in the front. 
And I didn't, kings and queens wear crowns. Legends don't wear crowns. I guess. Well, yeah, but legends they, get remembered. Kids. Well, kings and queens can become legends. So. That's true. Uh, I, I don't like this. this. is my least favorite of the names. I think it's bombastic. I don't think it fits the city at all. They kind of forced that on us. But, hey, uh, go ahead. It sounds like a team that team name that would have been in the movie Basketball. That's what it sounds like to me. Basketball. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, that's the same I, sport that's going to be played, I think, too. Uh, this, this show drops on September 23rd, as always, on Football Sundays. You could hear this is the XFL show. So uh, if you're listening the day this came out – September 25th, two days from now, uh, the other four team names will be revealed. Arizona, San Diego, San Antonio, and Salt Lake City will all get team names and logos. So next week we'll uh, recap those, probably in not as great detail because I think we spent too much time talking about really three names that are like whatever, but I think we should have dedicated more time to the Memphis Express. What are your top three Expresses of all time, Jake? Uh, Top three in no order. Uh, you know, rock and roll, midnight, and all night. I, I, I got three. Can I? Can I try? Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna say L.A. Panda, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and a polar. <laughs> Those are very <laughs> solid. I'll, I'll, yeah, I probably would have said some of the ones that you said. I'm not going to me- repeat those, but uh, I think the Orient uh, also Orient's needs to be good. up yeah. there. It's really good. Don't don't forget, uh, of course, Federal. I'm sure is what they're uh, they're uh, named after. But Planet Express for all of you uh, cartoon nerds out there. Got Got to respect Futurama. Uh, the I think I'm a Memphis Express fan right out of the gates. That's my team. I support. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should this all might- pick two teams, you know, because there's four of us, two teams, have like some sort of bet as the season goes on or something like that, because we're not going to be able to play fantasy really well. So I think we should all just pick teams. You don't get dibs on the Memphis Express, though, just because they have a cool name. I, I think, think we'll be able to put that one fan- in a hat. I think we'll be able to play fantasy just fine. So let's leave it at that. <laughs> I think, I think fantasy is going to be uh, easy to do in this league because the. Uh, AAF is making it super easy. They have this is more of a tech company than a football league. People are saying they they are going to incorporate live betting on their app, which will be partnered up with MGM. Vince, so MGM is going to be involved with the app. That MGM already has an app that is only legal to download in New Jersey, Delaware, um, Nevada, and a few other states that legalized gambling so far, but. MGM partnered up with the AAF live betting and watching games on the same screen, on the same device at the same time. That's huge for the AAF. They're really diving deep into the tech, which we asked Oliver Luck about last week, but he didn't seem as kind of nerdy about it as Charlie Ebersol does. Yeah, and I I don't know if that's just not his bag or 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 maybe he just wasn't isn't allowed to elaborate or or um or what have you, but um I'm sure the XFL is gonna be at the forefront of that. Um, and, and all, all sports are, you know, uh, if you don't have an app and you don't have a way to bet on it, you're, you're, you're not going to get viewers. So MGM partnered up with the AAF, just like the NBA's, uh, getting involved in that. And there's gonna be plenty of fantasy going on with the Alliance of American football. Big week for them as they gear up their, their league starts. Remember February of 2019, a full year before the XFL, the XFL, though, is taking its time and going to be able to learn from whatever the AAF slips up on. The XFL will be announcing cities, we think, very soon. As Oliver Luck told us last week, in the fall, we will know where the XFL will be. He did tell us that one of the original cities will be back. But this week, big news is that we have someone outright uh, kind of beg- not I don't want to say begging, but pleading, pleading with the XFL to come to St. Louis. St. Louis going hard for the XFL. You've got a, a state official, a state representative named Nick Schroer, who sent a letter to Vince McMahon himself in Stamford, Connecticut, and posted it on Twitter and saying since the, the area lost the Rams, they've looked for a new alternative route, uh, or he said or alternative to route for, excuse me, and uh, says that the St. Louis wants the XFL so badly, basically, uh, Nick Nick Schroer of District 107 in Missouri, really going hard for the XFL. And I imagine the XFL is getting a bunch of letters like this. 
But what do you feel about St. Louis? I mean, they've lost a football team multiple with times a, with not a bad stadium. I mean, Edward, uh, the Edward Jones Dome or whatever it's called now is <laughs> is twenty years old. It's not old. Um, you know, Cronky uh, from the Rams is famously for saying that St. Louis is a two sport town. They have the Blues, they have the Cardinals, which I believe both sell out very well. Um, the stadium location is not a problem because it's right in between those two stadiums. So whether or not St. Louis is an actual good city to go to, we kind of debated it before. If you go back and listen again, um, I, I don't, I, sorry, I wouldn't do it. St. Louis is a baseball town, uh, plain and simple. Um, I, I don't believe that there is a, you know, vast hunger for, you know, glorified minor league football uh, in that area. Um, I imagine that you know, you know anybody who's really interested in the NFL is, is probably going to see, uh, or professional football is going to see the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, and not um, not going to see uh, you know a, an XFL team. You know, I'm not going to try to bring up too much of last week's interview into this conversation right now, but he did say that going into cities that are thriving for football, right? That's all people want is more football. So maybe St. Louis wants more football. Even if they're going to Kansas City, maybe they want more football after that's over. So those people that are in Kansas City might come to St. Louis to watch more football and have a good time. I've never experienced the game in St. Louis. I don't know how the tailgating is, how the the atmosphere is there, but maybe those are factors that will take into account. But, I mean, Jake, would you play in St. Louis? What would I choose to have an XFL team there? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would consider it, uh, but you know, listen, listening to you guys talking about how there, you know, used to be a team there, it's not there. Are they really hungry for football? Uh, you know, we see this individual is, but uh, I, I don't know. Does he represent people that are going to pay and pack that stadium? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I I would definitely consider St. Louis, but maybe not for the initial eight teams. Or, maybe or down they, the road. Yeah, or are they spoiled goods right now? I mean, do the you thing just about want to let this lie dormant for a couple of years. The thing about the initial eight teams that we have to understand is those first eight cities need to be the best eight cities because they need to be the cities where it's going to be a rabid fan base where people will support it. St. Louis has proven that the city. It isn't willing to work with leagues the way leagues want to be worked with. And, hey, good on the city for sticking to their guns because the NFL kind of wanted to just raid that town full of tax dollars for a new stadium. And like you said, Brian, that stadium's not barely 20 years old. And uh, it gets ridiculous in that regard with how the league, the NFL, wants to build new sit- stadiums all the time. So St. Louis, you know, they were – firm in that but they're now starving for football apparently but i don't see it we've already gone over this with our xfl city madness x st louis not one of the initial eight but definitely maybe the next round of teams uh but really uh if you if you vote for someone who and you are uh, you vote for them to hopefully support local sports uh nick schroer's got your back there in missouri he's going hard after vince mcmahon but just imagine how many of those letters the league Vince McMahon, Oliver Luck have gotten well, yeah, over, whoa, over the I'm course of the last Luck. few months. Uh, in his interview, I th- didn't he say in a, uh, you know forty some cities or something like that? Uh, he said uh, twenty five to thirty, I believe, was his final cue okay. that got responses. All right. So, so there, there's a, a, a according to Oliver Luck last week. There's a buzz. There, there's a yearning from multiple cities, and that. Uh, conversation last week was a doozy and now we finally get to unwrap it all and go into detail into what exactly he talked about with us last week on this is the xfl show our conversation with oliver luck recap time here it's this week's hot read blue 58 blue 58 go hey rick flair rick flair Pepper, Clip, Caliber, Motown, Happy, Jolly, Drunk, Buster, Burger, Tiger, and he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. We need cheese! We need you to fuck us! Hey, Seattle! Right? Right? Omaha's 83! Omaha! Omaha! Last week, Oliver was, Luck was on the show, guys, and we discussed some important things, and I think top of that list has to be when he told us that one of the original XFL cities 
will be a new XFL city. What city immediately came to your mind when he said that, Jake? I, I don't think it's one of the big ones. You know, I, I don't think it's your New Yorks or Chicago's. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking Orlando, or well, actually, LA is a big market. I, I think it's between LA and Orlando. Can I? Can I? Can I? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be like cutting you <laughs> off or anything like that. You're super excited, I know, Brian. You weren't here last week. You've got a lot I was to here. get off your chest. I, I can't stress enough, by the way, listeners. If if you haven't checked it out, pause, go back and listen. I know I said that already, but go back, and listen to it because you're gonna have a lot of information from Oliver. Look, uh, thank you again to him. Uh, he did not say one, though. He did say some. So I just want to put yeah, that out there. That right. He did not say just one. There was some of the originals would be in the new XFL. What's interesting... At least one. And what's interesting here is that, you know, you look at this list of of the original teams. What is it? At least three of these are, are AAF cities. You know, so are, are they really going to go head to head? So are you saying we, we should roll those out? I, I, I would think so. Is it smart business to, you know, I, 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 mean, I don't know. It depends on where you're playing. I've been saying here because it depends on where they're playing, you know, because um, I think I don't know where they are. Uh, Alan, have they mentioned in the AAF where those teams are going to be playing? Yes. Most of them I thought they did, right? Yes. I believe Orlando is playing at UCF mm-hmm. or USF or something like that, right? UCF, or, Central Florida. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, XFL has been rumored to actually play in the Citrus Bowl. So those are two different venues, two different areas of Orlando. So, I mean, it, there's a lot more logistically than just saying Orlando. But, um, but I think the – go ahead, Vince. It's just two teams that are going to be playing in the same time of year. Yeah. But that's like telling me that a team's going to play in L.A. down there by, you know, the border of Orange County, and then another team's going to play here LA. out in the College of the Canyon. Well, in LA, LA is there's two teams. different. LA is big. Orlando ain't that <laughs> big. It's awesome too. Um, I think the one thing that we that I'm hanging on to the most about Oliver Luck is that he's not going to make the mistake that the XFL did, and maybe that we kind of did when we were doing our teams, is that he's looking for cities that want more football, not cities that need football because they don't have it. There's a reason why some cities in this country do not have football, like Birmingham, like Memphis, like Orlando. Like Las Vegas, I mean, they will be in a couple years, but it's because they don't draw. You know, people didn't want to put a hockey team in Vegas or a basketball team in Vegas because they were worried it wasn't going to draw, and that's 20000 in a, in an arena, you know? So I think he's going to hit the big markets. He's not going to, you know, pitter-patter and, and mess with the, the little small markets that the XFL and that the AAF is doing now. So when he said that last week, you were thinking New York, L.A., Chicago? Well, I'm thinking big cities, yeah. I mean, you, L.A., Chicago... Um, New York, maybe even New Jersey with it. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll hold off on that one for now, but I definitely think he's going to like the Dallas, Houston area. Um, maybe you'll hit San Francisco again. A lot of population there. Um, maybe if they, if you get a football team in San Francisco that's going to play at AT and T Stadium, that's in the heart of San Francisco. That's not in Santa Clara where the 49ers play. That is right in the middle where people can actually go and watch a football game. Now, uh, Bryant, you live in Los Angeles. Awesome town, USA. Yes, I do. You, you have the the Chargers. You have the Rams. You have Southern Cal. You have UCLA. You have uh, Long Beach Poly. You have Mission <laughs> Viejo. You have all these great <laughs> programs. You have all these great programs out there. Are the people in LA really clamoring for more football? I'll tell you what, all those all those teams you mentioned, all those games, high school, college, professional, they're packed, Vince. They're, there's well, not that there's no, nobody that. going. Uh, uh, you know, I don't, from the Charger the games are packed with are other not. fans of other teams. Well, but there's fans of football is what is what I'm trying to get at, right? There's fans for sports. They like going to stuff. They like going and having a beer and watching something. In April, you have very few Kings games because they're in the playoffs. So, you know, there's not that many going on. And you have the Dodger games, which if they're on the road on a week, what are you going to do? And the Dodgers aren't even on television out here. I, the ocean. I don't know. Go to Six Flags. <laughs> well, you also got to think so many more people in Los Angeles. And all those games are taking place in the fall. This is the spring where there's no football going on in any city. So I think L.A.'s – that was definitely one. I, th- I thought L.A., Chicago, New York when he said that too because 
you know, you don't want to let other people dictate what you're going to do with your business, but you do have to be smart about it. And Jake, if you're Oliver Luck, you see the AAF positioning itself in those smaller markets. Do you let them affect your business decisions? I, I believe to a degree you do. Uh, you want to go in there if you feel like you can beat them you can, and you can run them out of town. And I don't know if they feel that way about a lot of the markets, but I think we need to come to a consensus on the show right now. And, and let's pick which former XFL town has the best chance of showing up again in this incarnation. Uh, Birmingham, I mean, let's, should we just throw out Birmingham and Orlando? I mean, on that list, I would throw out the last five. I, I mean, we have LA, Chicago, New York, I think are the probably the three, maybe Orlando. We throw those four five, four in the top of the conversation. I don't did think they're pick, going. Did we pick a team in New York this whenever uh, we did that um, back an episode, whatever? We picked Washington, D.C., and we picked... Did we pick New York, Alan? Yes, yes, we did. And that's what I'm I'm going with New York here, guys. I think uh, New York, since the AAF is nowhere near the Northeast, New York has just so many freaking people. It's a must. I think New York for sure. You think New York over L.A.? New York over L.A., yeah, because you have the whole San Diego factor when it comes to L.A. I do think San Diego is going to get a team. The more I think about it. So Even though they're with listed for the, aren't they listed for the AAF? San Diego is, but I, I think they will be in at least one AAF town, and I think they're going to be in San Diego. I think every. I also think it's going to be so great when they're competing against each other. I mean, what maybe one team if they have two teams in San well, Diego, the XFL team says free beer night. And, why not? And, ladies, get in free to this week to the AAF. Well, they're gonna be well we all know how. We all know how good uh, you know certain brands do when they start giving away their tickets for free or promotions in the same towns that other promotions are running. And so you got to be careful with that. You don't want to give out your product for free. Hey, well, and also, I think we got to address. I mean, there's no guarantee that the AAF is going to be around when the XFL starts up. That's true. You know, it may it may just be you know you know the, the Orlando Apollos morph into the Orlando XFL team. If you put oh, another team in in LA, is it possible that they could outdraw the Chargers? Uh, you know, the home home <laughs> no. fans at least. No way, no chance. I would no. say the extreme outdrew the Chargers when they were here. No, no way. It was close. It was close. I don't as far as LA extreme fans versus San Diego Charger fans, I think it's pretty neck and neck. It's really hard to tell who the Charger fans are when you watch a Charger game. I'll say I can't even count. Uh, there's there. It looks like there's so few of them. Uh, but yeah, this is this is going to be interesting to see how the XFL approaches it with the AAF uh, in some of those towns of the original XFL teams already. Uh, Oliver Luck also last week, guys. Bryant, you, you listened to the interview 49 times. How how determined did he sound, Oliver Luck, to get this league on a network? Uh, cable or you know national uh, big network he seemed like that was a number one it's not legit unless it's on a tv network yeah he was talking about full exposure uh, making sure that if you have a product that's good and you want it to get out there he, he wasn't pitter you know he wasn't messing with radio networks or anything like that he wasn't even talking about streaming services really uh, he knows that it's part of this day and age but he really wants to be on a network somewhere with some eyes um, probably somewhere where jake can watch it on some rabbit ears uh, yeah, I, that's actually it was all extra. All that other stuff we brought up to him, streaming and radio, that's all extra. It's the main focus, Vince, network television or a cable deal. Yeah, and that's that's where you got to be at if you want to make some money. And you know, the fact that this league is in the spring um I think is a, you know, makes it a very good shot that it could uh wind up on some national television because you think about you know, what's going on on uh, big four networks in in that time period. I mean, you might have some NBA games on ABC. Uh, you're going to have college hoops on on CBS and Fox, and yeah, uh, you might have a NASCAR race once a week. Um, but you know, that's you know, that's maybe a little bit of golf, but that's about it. 
And I mean, you guys can tell me if I, you know, if I speak for you, but we're all in our early thirties and the only network television I watch are sports. You know, I, I don't watch any of these, these sitcoms at night. Uh, I, I don't watch any of the game shows, but I still think it's very important to be on uh, network television. Yeah. Live sports are what, uh, what draws the big money right now. And, and he knows where it's at and he's, he's determined to get on there. Yeah, I, man, I gotta say that th- it really feels like a, a Fox deal's coming, right? Because of yeah. Vince McMahon's relationship with the uh, WWE and, and Fox coming, that's gonna be a billion dollar thing. With all the channels Fox has on cable, and, and then the network channel, it, that that just seems like it makes sense to me. I, I absolutely agree with you. I, I'd say, yeah. Um, Either, either NBC or Fox uh, is going to end up with this thing. Well, and you know what? Who's I mean, did they mention? I, I can't remember again. Sorry, guys, because I'm so focused on this one conversation. I can't think of the press. Has he mentioned what day of the week they're going to play on specifically? Is it going to be Saturday, Sunday? I mean, I, why I is, recall why the, the January press conference. Vince McMahon even said Sundays and. But you know what? That was pre-Oliver Luck. Do we hold him accountable for something that he didn't? You know, he's. I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm being serious. Yeah. Oliver Luck's making the decisions now. Let's be frank about it. Not Vince McMahon. And if Oliver Luck feels like that. Thursday night, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm serious. If if Oliver Luck sees Thursday night as a viable option for football live on Fox he's, Network every he's single not gonna, week, he's not going to see that. What? The, what? the networks. The networks are. I'll tell you right now. Are not putting this on a day. A, a weekday. Ever in prime time? Certainly, certainly not Thursday. When you have nothing else to do, I mean, Thursday is a those huge, TV huge night. day for network TV, man. I know none of us watch network TV anymore, hardly. But <laughs> that's as long as you tell me it's a huge day of none of us four sports fans that you're talking about. Let's all take a poll. Who watches network television? Raise your hand. None of us uh, do. Uh, there's some shows I'll watch <sighs> on tape. I'm sure you'll DVR them. Uh, yeah. But well, the majority cool. of Americans are watching network TV on weekdays and. The, the networks are looking for good alternative programming for the weekends, usually sports, as Jake brought up. So that's where the XFL is going to land. I think it's going to be, if you ask me, the the Fox networks make sense. If they could somehow get that relationship with the WWE involved, I know that they're two separate entities, but that could really benefit because there's a lot of places that that particular network can put the XFL. Now, Jake, you, you would be an expert on this particular subject now. Right now on Sundays in the spring, that the early NASCAR season is on Fox. Um, so, you know, when is there really time to broadcast an XFL game? Oh, well, you're right. You know, you pose a good question there. I mean, with so many rain delays now. <laughs> I, I, it's just open for rain delays. <laughs> uh, is no, it NASCAR there, on NBC as well? They're well, part of it, early in the season is Fox. Okay. The, the card is always subject to change, but yeah. they're not going to put the league on Thursday. And, uh, you know, it won't be CBS because that's where the AAF is going to be. So yeah. unless, the a- unless the AAF doesn't exist by then. <laughs> well, Although that deal would have to be in place. The AAF really, I feel like they're doing a good job of positioning themselves to not have the highest expectations so they can make it to year two. Um, I'm not banking on the AAF going away after one year. I'm really impressed with their plan, actually, and and the innovation they're going to come out with. But as we all know, uh, the main focus for both of these leagues is what, Jake? It's the quality of the play. That's true. So with that (laughs) said, uh, Oliver Luck is not introducing any gimmicks. We we, we threw so (laughs) many gimmicks at him last week. (laughs) Bryant... Oliver Luck shot us down. We tried to come up with give him ideas. He he wants an NFL type football game at seems. I can't wait until this week is over and I'll tell you why. Because we can actually go back to talking about real football instead of gimmick seven on seven or murder at the fifty yard line from Jake's mouth or God knows what Alan comes up with. <laughs> Oliver Luck shut you guys down. Basically said we are playing football. This isn't in your backyard. This isn't anything like that. Football is football, and he's right. Football, everybody loves football. They want the classic football. Uh, you mentioned three downs. I should have smacked you through my telephone the way I was listening to it. Well, Alan, he's talking that up to him. He's, he's saying <laughs> the Canadian Football League is going to be an influencer. They're the there were so league. many more important things we could have hit with that man. But you guys wanted to bring up seven on seven. You wanted to bring up the Canadian Football 
uh, third down. You wanted to bring up uh, kill shots, Jake. I can't believe you brought that up. I've been shutting you down, that, shutting that, shutting you down on that for weeks. Well, I really Brian, want to know what Vincent Brian. This is the moment. This is the moment I've been waiting for all show, Brian. <laughs> you weren't here last week. Where did we screw up? What should we have asked Oliver Luck? <laughs> I'm not going to see you guys screwed up because that was great. I mean, again, go back and listen. I listened to it a, b- a bunch of times. Um, some of the questions I really wanted to get was, what does he think about the AAF and the competition? See if we can get something out of him on that. And honestly, okay. the thing that I've been wanting to know since the very beginning is what is Vince McMahon's role from now on? Is he just a checkbook or is he actually involved in these day-to-day? Because he didn't mention Vince McMahon in any of those um, reimagination meetings. Well, Brian, you know we were we were being heavily monitored during this interview, so there was <laughs> there were there were some limitations and restrictions to what we could ask. I mean, you know, and and again, there's no criticisms in terms of the content because there was a lot of content that came out of that. Even I mean, even with the silly question of the seven on seven, uh, Oliver Luck went on to this you know this huge conversation about how seven on seven is important for the game and for the youth uh, to do. So. Yeah. Uh, I really don't the see it is it really is so um, hopefully we can get Oliver like back on here maybe at some point next year or even at the, at, by the end of this year after they announce the teams who knows um, but it was a great get for you guys and, and I'm, I'm actually very proud I'll give you guys a little applause there oh we appreciate it thank you yeah, we're, we were bummed you, uh, we know you had important things to do that's very uh, I mean I was in, in Hawaii you're in I mean, Hawaii uh, make, making big life decisions though so it's it's our <laughs> It's all That's right. Uh, we'll have Oliver Luck back on the show, everyone. Um, that conversation, though, as Bryant's reiterated, go back, listen to it if you missed it. It was tremendous. He said a whole lot more that we didn't even get to today. But actually, this week, he was on another podcast. Former linebacker A.J. Hawk has a podcast. And Oliver Luck told him that MLS and baseball stadiums are in play and reaching out to the XFL uh, with interest. So... That's also something we've talked about in the past, Jake, and interesting to know that uh, those those stadiums are coming to the XFL, wanting them to come to their buildings. Yeah, they're, you know, looking for business opportunities. I, I don't know all the markets on that. You know, per, perhaps it's just because they're losing out on, you know, uh, some attendance because people know that the teams aren't going to make the uh, – Teams are not going to make the postseason or, you know, the team is – perhaps the team is unwilling to spend – try to put together a competitive team so they're looking to uh, you know recoup some of the revenue sounds, that way sounds like <laughs> sounds like you're alluding to the fact that the a pnc park might get one as, as a bitter pirate fan <laughs> yeah we're not getting into team and i and i hope we don't <laughs> well i i find it interesting because i i find it hard to believe that the alliance was getting stadiums uh coming to them with interest the way the ex uh, oliver luck is saying uh the xfl is getting it now that just might be a ploy i mean he might just be you know having this is a tactic of his saying that stadiums are interested maybe that's not actually happening but i have no reason not to believe oliver luck when he says that and i find it hard to believe the alliance was getting got stadiums like this uh with you know reaching out to them because look at where they're playing in college stadiums they're not playing in baseball or mls stadiums they're playing in college football stadiums that aren't used in the spring well, something else I noticed very much so in that conversation with Oliver Luck is how he kept reiterating that they have time to make these decisions, to make these, um, you, know, uh, you know, people reaching out to them. They have all this time because they're not launching until 2020. I know the AAF says this has been done, you know, for the last year, but I don't think Charlie Ebersol really played it off as well as, you know, and maybe Oliver Luck is just playing and he, he's just saying things, but he is playing it off a lot better, with more confidence, I feel like. And, um, I'm not trying to, you know, as normally as I do knock down the AF on the show, I'm really not trying to knock him down on this, but I think Oliver Luck is is doing and saying all the right things and not painting himself into a corner with his answers. It seems like everything's out in front of Oliver Luck. Like he has all this time to make informed decisions. I, I wouldn't be surprised if if they have maybe just one or two cities selected right now and this week, even maybe, I mean, we know it's coming soon. This fall, he said, uh, those cities are being whittled down. I feel it, they probably have a, a pick of more than eight cities right now. And they're not just resorting to eight cities. It's a good thing, right? They're not, Vince, they're not going to have to say, actually, we're just going to have a six team league. They yeah. have eight cities interested or more. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they're settling for anything. You know, they're, uh, they got a lot of suitors and they're, they're, 
they're going to pick the best ones. I'm sure that they've already, you know, got them in mind. It's just a matter of uh, making the announcements. Well, uh, man, that was uh, what one one a jam packed show this week, uh, Jake. I know that you were worried this one would go over two hours because we were going to discuss everything we discussed last week with all of our luck among each other, get Bryant's reaction to the interview and everything else going on with the AAF. How do you think we, we did? We're about to wrap it up here. We're about 50 minutes in. Uh, hey, it was all thriller and no filler. And, and next week we're going to be discussing the other four team names and logos from the AAF. Uh, anything new that we hear from the XFL as well. And who knows? Yeah. Maybe we'll be discussing XFL cities. That could happen. They said sometime this fall, uh, the XFL, more and more news will be coming out. Oliver Luck, I, I, I know from a source, uh, the XFL themselves, when we booked Oliver Luck on the show, they said he will be doing more interviews coming up. So he's going to be making the rounds all over the place, probably dropping hints left and right like he's been doing. And uh, we will be talking about anything else uh, that he reveals. Did we miss anything this week, uh, Bryant? I think we covered everything. Yeah, no, I mean, we've covered a lot on this one. I know we're, we're, we're coming up against it right now. So uh, it, it was great. I'm, I'm glad we got to experience Oliver Luck and he would answer some of our questions. And I'm glad we got to review it here this week. So next week, I'm sure we'll have plenty of – we'll have four teams for the AF and plenty of XFL news. They're, they're, it's not like the olden days where we had to make shit up – excuse me, make stuff up. Uh, it's, <laughs> we actually have to – we have stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's another day closer to 2020. That's why. <laughs> uh, Vince, anything le- left to get off your chest before we get, get out of here? You know, I'm certainly an XFL fan through and through, but I am a big fan of, of the Express, and <laughs> I, I like how some are referring to that to the AAF as the Alliance. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it is a good gimmick. I agree. I I think we also I, there's a good chance this podcast. Uh, spawns a sister podcast. Uh, this is the Memphis Express Show. Anyone? I'm all, I'm all, all aboard. aboard. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's all aboard. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. If, I don't know about that. We got to focus on the XFL for now. But who knows? Maybe a Memphis Express centric podcast. I definitely am a fan of the Memphis oh, Express. Well, Alan, uh, you're going to be stopping on uh, in Memphis on Beale Street. You could, you could uh, take the temperature of that area and tell us if, if there's a need for for an Express uh, podcast. You're right. I might have to take the microphone and ask people uh, how hyped they are for the Memphis Express when I'm eating some barbecue at Jerry Lawler's restaurant. Um, that's it for this week, everybody. Thank you for listening. As always, please subscribe. This is the subscribe. This is the XFL show on any podcast app you use: Apple, Google Play, Spotify. We're every everywhere, uh, and all the other uh, podcast applications. All you have to do is hit that subscribe button, leave a review, give us five stars, and that not only helps this show, but it helps the XFL and football grow and get more people talking and that's what it's all about keep hitting us up on social media as well at xfl show on twitter instagram and facebook until next week for jake bryant and vince i'm alan we will see you with more football talk and remember tell them vince they're listening